everybody, and welcome to Then Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. And my name is Kung Fu Grip Danny Mullins. I think I did that like one of the first episodes, actually, already. I think so. I am Snake Eyes Danny Mullins. I'm G.I. Joe Spin Kick Action Danny Mullins. I am... I'm, I'm Danny Mullins. I'm sorry, guys. Well, Danny Mullins, uh, do you want to talk about... Uh... I actually say Mullins? Did I pr- like, yeah. phonically pronounce my last name? Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. Nothing wrong with Mullins, but I never say Mullins. I would say Mullins. Because, you know, my family's, my family's from Kentucky. Right, that's why I always spell your name in my W-E-N-Z. I tell you that. Yeah? It's my fucking email address. <laughs> Mr. Mullins! Uh, do you want to tell the people what we're talking about today? Uh, we're going to try a better Top 5 episode, which I think this will go better uh, for two reasons. A, we've been drinking. Whoosh, pop, whoosh, whoosh, pop, whoosh, pop, swing, swash. Should I talk over you or okay, I'll wait for you to be Yeah. Okay. Um, I was expecting you to actually. I was just watching you like, what the fuck's he doing? Um, <laughs> uh, reason two, this is something I've looked for a long time. Uh, top five kung fu flicks. Yeah. What Fuck you, nostalgic 90s cartoons. What Let's talk about kung fu movies, dude. <laughs> what you guys can't tell at home is that our words are not matching up with our lips. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now you're proud of yourself. Oh, Holy shit. <laughs> All right. You want to tell me what you've been doing all evening? Drinking! <laughs> like, I, I, went, I took my dad out to eat for Father's Day, and, uh, he, he texted me, he's like, sup? I was like, uh, oh, heading back from Fort Wayne, man, uh, still want to record. He's like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm at a bar. He <laughs> <laughs> came back, he's like, beer tin, guys! If you listen to Hold My Beer, you'll get that reference. Uh, so. if you listen to one of the first episodes of, uh, Hold My Beer, then you'll get that reference. I didn't say it in this last one. It was, uh, Hold My Hat. Hold yeah. My Hat. I think it was episode five. So, and we're only on, like, episode 11, so. It's, at that point, it's still one of the first ones. Yeah, and if you do listen to Hold My Beer, I apologize. Yeah. Mainly for my brother. We don't advocate <laughs> Hold My Beer, but it's a thing. <laughs> it's my podcast. I kind of have to. <laughs> okay, Robert does not. <laughs> you know, I'm like six episodes. I'm, I'm on the majority of, 11, of them. Yeah. yeah. You accident, you're accidentally on the one we just recorded. Like, we're recording <laughs> Hold My Beer, and next thing we hear a peel out, and Robert gets out of a Mustang, and... Drunkenly stumbles to the window because there's a window <laughs> in the studio. Um, so that was fun. And you're on the rest of the episode after that. Yeah. I want to leave the door creaks in and everything. So they can literally hear you walk around the house <laughs> and come in. So, uh, but anyways, Kung Fu Flicks, man. Do you remember the first Kung Fu Flick you saw? Uh, first Kung Fu. F- Kung Fu. That's yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, man. That's going to be a good episode, Danny. <laughs> I was apologizing, apologizing to the people that listen to Hold My Beer. I might want to apologize to the people that listen to this episode. <laughs> Uh, I might actually be on, like, beer 10. I don't know. I don't even know what drink I'm on. I'm on beer 6, at least. Um, first kung fu flick that I watched, uh, it was probably a Jackie Chan movie, in all honesty. Okay. That's yeah. a good place to start. Mine was a Bruce Lee movie, but it's on my list, so I can't say it either. Yeah, same here. Okay, alright then. Uh, you wanna start off? Uh, yeah. Mine is actually a newer flick that, uh, involves both Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Oh, I know. Okay, there's only one movie that has both those on there. Uh, yeah. The Expendables 5. Uh, no. <laughs> Jackie oh. Chan's too good for those movies. Yeah, he is. Although, I will uh, attest the second Expendables, enjoyable. Not a good movie. Chuck Norris plays a, ju- a Chuck Norris joke. Like, he takes out a tank Yeah, of that kind of shit. annoys me. Oh, really? Yeah. I, if you're going to use Chuck Norris, how else are you going to use him? Not use Chuck Norris. I said if you're going to. Yeah, I wouldn't. Fair point. <laughs> I have no Chuck Norris on my list. Oh, I do. Mind. I do too. Shit. Oh, seriously, do we have the same movie? Enter the Dragon? 
Yeah, it's my number four. It's my number three. We'll get there. Yeah. Spoilers! Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number five is Forbidden Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, okay. It does a good job of telling the story of where a lot of the lore of a ton of... Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> no, well, kind Tiger, of. Yeah, Monkey King. I was yeah. Like, that was a joke, but it wasn't wrong. Don't yeah. shoot me down that fast, man. I, You're like, oh, no, notice you Notice I came back before you said anything, yeah. you asshole. <laughs> I'm the asshole, yeah. Um, yeah. Just automatically it, assume I'm wrong and I'm the asshole. You are! And you're the asshole. <laughs> I guess it could be both, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I made those exclusive. Yeah. Talk about your damn movie, Rob. Um, but it, it does kind of chronicle the story of Journey to the West, um, but in a very new way. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the story, Jackie Chan plays a drunken, uh, kung fu master, and Jet Li... Shit, I need to redo my list real quick. <laughs> Jet Li plays uh, a monk throughout most of it. I'm not going to spoil the entire movie, but they're kind of rivals throughout the entire thing, and they're teaching a kid uh, from America who gets kicked out off a building into this world. He gets kicked into uh, feudal Japan. Yeah. Which, you know, happens. Yeah. I, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, the same kid that's in uh, Sky High, which is actually a decent movie. I like Sky High. The same year. Yeah. I mean, I, my uh, son wasn't born when I watched it. I had no reason to watch it. I, mean, I don't have a kid, and I still have no reason to watch it, but I still did, and I, I liked it. I'd watch it right now. Yeah. yeah. You want to watch Sky High after this? I don't have it. Oh. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, But the kid from that uh, plays the main protagonist, and it's his journey learning martial arts. He He's a big martial arts fan. Uh, just watching different movies, and he realizes getting there that the different stuff that he has learned from movies is false. Like, uh, he goes there like, oh, you're gonna teach me this move, this move, this move, and there, and it's like all these convoluted things. He buys things. him off a very old Chinese man, which you find out later. Well, I, I guess you would find out. I didn't recognize it till I was done watching that it was actually Jackie Chan. Really? Yeah. It didn't look, he's in so much prosthetics and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that threw me for a loop. But that has one of my favorite tra- uh, training montages. Yes. Where him and Jackie Ch- uh, Jelly and Jackie Chan are fighting with the kid's arms. Yes, much. that's what I should like, no, you train him like this, this, but they're I was beating the fuck out of the kid while they do it. Yeah, they're beating the fuck out of the kid. He ends up having a a, a little meltdown on him. I was going to say bitch fit. Uh, but he thing. is getting hit by two Kung Fu Masters. I suppose it's <laughs> a man fit? Yes. Um, Because they're not hitting each other. They're hitting the kid, mm-hmm. using each other, or using the kid, trying to hit each other, just hitting the kid. At the end of it's amazing. It's like, enough! That's enough! You don't do that! You don't do that! And they both look at each other, look at the kid, and take his ass down. Yeah. And you don't no. get to talk to yeah. us like that. You don't, you don't talk to your masters that way. Damn yeah, straight. <laughs> but, uh, one of the funniest parts of that movie is, uh, the, the kid and the girl whose name is Sparrow throughout most of it, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, they she they, talks in third or er, in, uh, in third, third person. person. Yeah, it's very annoying. Uh, but she's kind of attractive. Yeah, as long as I do she, it. She's old enough, right? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, so, if not, I was gonna request some editing. Uh, <laughs> bad joke. Sorry. Danny wants to fuck her. <laughs> I'd go there. I don't care if it's underage at this point. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> now she's old enough. <laughs> yeah. Maybe several years. Yeah, years. I I believe that she um, she was in her twenties when that came yeah out, so yeah. yeah. Um, but they're, they're sitting there talking to Jackie Chan, who they believe is an immortal at that point. And they're like, uh, well, you're an immortal. You have powers. 
we need you to bring the rain. We're in the middle of the desert. We're going to oh, die. God, yeah. And he's like, um, okay. And the big thing about immortals is they can only stay immortal with their elixir, with which hint, with they which, can choose their own elixir. With His, him is alcohol. Yeah. Um, uh, wine, I believe. Yes. I don't think they actually specified exactly what it was, because all... Yeah, it's wine, because when Jet Li tries it, he specifies it, I believe. Huh. Uh, that movie uh, is not on my list, because it is kind of hokey. But it's very hokey, but fair, it's I, very fun. I believe it's the most... Uh, I've watched it the most recent out of all these. Again, like I saw it in theaters, I bought it on DVD. I really enjoy the movie, but it is kind of hokey, and it's not for everybody. No. Um, but, uh, like, he's like, all right, well, I need, he pulls out this parchment, he takes out this little brush, he tries to wet the brush with his mouth, but it's so dry that yeah, he, in the desert and he, shit, yeah. yeah, he barely gets any saliva And he drinks on it. nothing but booze, he has to be dehydrated. Right? Um, and he starts drawing, and then you start seeing little sprinklets of water hit the parchment, and then he looks up and lets it hit his face, and he's so happy, and then he sees where the water's coming from. It's Jet Li's penis. It's Jet Li's penis. Yeah, he pisses off. Jet Li's pissing on him from a little cliff above him, and just laughing his ass off. And he's yeah. like, you know, for a mug, you're very crude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is very enjoyable. Uh, like, the Monkey King's kind of odd if you're used to watching regular Kung Fu flicks. Right, a lot once, of wire work Once shit. again, that goes very much into... Oh, yeah, very much into the, into the it, lore. Into the lore that a lot of these Kung Fu movies uh, get at least some basis off of. Mm-hmm. I, for me, personally, I'm not much into the ones that use the wire work. I like the realism of it. No, you're not a big fan of, like uh, Tiger of Wire Fu? Yeah, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I don't like it. No? Do you know they have a sequel? Yeah. Okay. You know I didn't watch? The sequel? sequel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you win number five? Oh, go ahead. You turned it into a tie, because uh, you said Jet Li and Drunken Boxing. And it is the most badass thing that's ever existed. And I forgot to put, and I feel ashamed, Legend of the Drunken Master, the sequel, Okay. is one of the best kung fu flicks that you will ever see. He does drink himself mentally handicapped at the end, if you watch the original ending, and that's depressing. That wasn't on my list originally, so I had to jot that down. And talk about it right away. Okay. Because uh, that is great. The fighting is fantastic. It's a real art form. I mean, there's only three teachers in the U.S. that will... Te- or in the world, I think. Or no, three in the U.S. that will teach it. Okay. Uh, they don't actually let you drink while you're doing it either, which sounds unfun. Yeah. The whole bit. point is being so limber and uh, just un- like unaware and aware of everything at the same time. Right. Like, you're just, it looks like you're just laying down and taking a nap, but really you just dodge a kick and you sweep low and you can attack from any angle. Very cool. Yes. That wasn't on my list. I just want to talk about it real quick. What I had instead was Snake and Eagle Shadow. I don't think I've heard of that one. Uh, Jackie Chan's first movie that got sent to the U.S. Uh, hell, it might be his first movie that wasn't softcore porn. Very true. He did get his start in softcore yeah. porn. And then he sung opera for a while. Uh, he actually has an amazing voice. If you actually hear the Chinese version of Mulan, he's the one that sings where Donny Osmond would sing in the American version. Or, I've never seen Mulan, period. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, and, uh, but he sings in Rush Hour 3. It's, it might be the only good part of Rush Hour 3. You know? Yeah. Amazing uh, voice. But it, it, uh, it's good. It's, it's hokey. But it's, if you want to see, like, OG Jackie Chan, uh, super ripped looking like Bruce Lee, doing fantastic kung fu, watch it. it. It's, it's worth your time. It's not very long. The end fight scene is ridiculous. Yes. He turns into a kitty. Not literally, <laughs> but he does a, he goes into cat style and literally, like, claws the guy's face off. That's awesome. Uh, while perched on his shoulders, there's a little bit of wire work in it. But uh, it's worth it. And it has a really fantastic training montage where he learns on a, a bunch of pots. He has to run and do all of his kung fu training on top of big clay pots. Break very easily. He Sounds can't break one, he can't actually. fall off. So, 
It's right here in my hand. Yeah, so. I forgot to do any uh, preparation, so I just went and grabbed movies off my shelf. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. But uh, all right, man, you want to go ahead? Uh, yeah, my number four, as I think that I already said, is uh, fuck. What's the one with redhead bastard that I don't like? Chuck Norris, Enter the Chuck Dragon, Norris. man. Yes. Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Um, I'll just jump on you with this one because it's on my list. Uh, I don't have to put it in a number place, so we can just both go ahead and talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah. Uh, Bruce Lee's a badass. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, compared, I like this one better than Game of Death because Game of Death, he looks more badass in the yellow jumpsuit, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's a, just a lot of nunchuck twirling. N- a lot of nunchuck twirling. A lot of it. Uh, he kind of shows that he's a master at nunchucks. He is? Was yeah. Uh, but I mean, I mean, he could he could put sandpaper on the end of nunchucks and light matches out of the air. I heard that was fake. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. I Let's seriously just go ahead and say it's not. It's yeah, real. fuck them. Our our podcast, we're allowed to say it's not. That's right. Um, yeah, I saw him play because in the same video he plays ping pong. With yeah, nunchucks. Yeah, I heard that was fake, which pisses me off. But um, uh, that's the one. That's the iconic movie where he has the three slashes down his chest. Yes, and it's uh, due to Chuck Norris that he has that. It's the guy who fights at the end. It's an Asian guy. Chuck Norris is who he fights Chuck at Norris the end. Is not an Asian guy. But uh, that's the movie that he almost killed a double in. Or not double, but a, a, a stunt fighter. Uh, right. the, he he got punched in the chest by Bruce Lee for real. And afterwards he said it felt like he got hit by a semi. He actually almost died from one punch. From, from one man. Yeah. It was insane. He almost accidentally crushed a guy's chest in. Uh, there's that part of the scene where he jumps in the air and just, like, foot stomps on the guy's chest and goes, and flexes for five minutes. Right. He actually, he accidentally landed on the guy. Ooh. Uh, he almost died too. Which happens a lot in martial arts movies. Um, but you want to know what the best move that he pulls out in that entire movie? What's that? Where he grabs Chuck Norris's chest hair and rips it out in order to win the fight. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's seriously something he does. Are you sure you don't think of Game of Death, man? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I'm thinking Enter the Dragon. Okay. Enter the Dragon's where he goes and accidentally finds, like, the prostitute ring and stuff. Right. Okay. But, like, he's... I don't remember the chest here in that one, but... He, he's starting to lose the fight, and a shirtless Chuck Norris is, is the one that's beating As him. As he always used to be. And he grabs his chest hair, twists, and yanks it out. Yeah, and Bruce Lee yells, fuck you, Walker. No. Walker, Texas ring. I'm aware of the joke. Here's the owl upon you. You know better. I'm the one that can edit it out. No. <laughs> Danny's getting pissy because I just snapped a uh, bottle cap out. You don't, you're not always here for all my beer. You just do it to piss me off. So now it just irritates me immediately. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is good. Uh, if you're going to go, if you've never watched a Bruce Lee movie, I'd say it's a fantastic uh, Yes, movie. very it's much. It's my favorite movie of his. And it's the only Bruce Lee movie I have on my list. Okay. You as well? Uh, I think so, actually. Yeah. You don't have Balls of Fury on there, which is a complete uh, spoof. I do not. <laughs> which actually, Balls of Fury is not that bad. It's not at all. Uh, it's it's Enter the Dragon with ping pong instead of kung fu. Yeah. Also, there's a panda in it, so that's good. All right. Uh, you're you're up. Uh, if that would have been number four. Four. So yeah. Okay. Um, Unleashed. Starring Ooh, Jet, Jet Li. Li. Uh, my favorite Jet Li movie. And honestly, I don't know if it's as good as I always thought it was, but I saw it in theaters with a bunch of friends. We had a fantastic time, and a lot of that led to how much I love the movie. But it is a cool story. Uh, Mario, of Mario Brothers fame, kidnaps Jet Li as a child. Yes. And trains him like a Because every plumber needs a martial arts master. Right? I, can't, I honestly can't think. Uh, John Hopkins? I think that's that who it is. Yeah, the guy that played Mario in the live action movie. Um, 
Bob Hoskins. It's on the Bob fucking Hoskins. front of the DVD case. Yeah, there you I was go. like, what is his name? Also, you get some blind Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Which is the second best kind of Morgan Freeman. The best Morgan Freeman being a sightful Morgan Freeman. I was just going to say regular. Yeah, that <laughs> works. <laughs> nude. Um, I don't know. Have you seen him lately? I wouldn't want to see a nude Morgan <laughs> Freeman. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> Maybe during uh, uh, Skawshank Redemption. Skawshank Redemption. I don't know the full... I like Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, have some shecks. Yeah, I knew you were going there, so I figured it'd be to the shecks. Um... Fantastic, uh, fantastic premise for a movie. I guess, I'm sorry, he doesn't train. No, he does. Does he buy him or does he train like that? I don't remember. I I, I've only seen it once and it was when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it didn't come out when we were kids. I was fucking at least like 18 when this came out. We're the same Seriously? Name. Yeah. You give me one second, I'll tell you what year it came out. The one second, 2005. It's a year before we graduated. It was two years before I graduated, okay. so I would still consider myself a kid. You were a teenager. Anyways, um, interesting premise where uh, he is, um, he has a le- uh, collar on, like a dog. Yes. He will not do anything while the collar's on. Right, he, he's completely shut off. He flips that collar off, all of a sudden he's an attack dog, he will kill whatever's in front of him. The first fight scene you see in that movie still sticks with me very much so. Uh, a guy is running at him and goes to punch him in the head, so what does Jet Li do? He headbutts his fist and breaks his wrist. The yeah. healer just goes down into it, headbutts his fist as he's getting punched. The guy goes down, he's like, "Yeah, next target." And he's very—that's he's very big on targets. How many Wilhelm screams are in this movie? I don't know. I never counted. Sorry, <laughs> five. I'm going to guess five. Um, uh, he 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 targets someone, and until that person is no longer moving, he will not switch. Like uh, in that same fight scene, he gets on top of the guy and punches him in the head. People start hitting him from behind, and he swats him away and just keeps punching the same guy. Right. A tunnel vision, very much so. Uh, and eventually, like, he gets free from his master, he finds Morgan Freeman and his stepdaughter, uh, and they kind of teach him through ice cream and music to right. kind of be a good person, and at the end of it, like, the whole thing's like, he learns how to be his own man, he's not controlled by the collar anymore. Uh, compared to most Kung Fu flicks, it's a fairly beautiful story. Um, I'm very biased towards this movie. Like I said, I had a fantastic time watching it for the first time, group of friends. I challenged a, uh, have you ever met Justin? Yes. You know how big he is? How tall yes. do you think he is? Seven foot twelve? Yes, something like that. <laughs> Seven uh, foot twelve. Yeah, I challenged him to a punching match in the lobby after we watched the movie. Uh, this is the guy that with one arm bent a metal pole in half while we were there watching to get a car unstuck? Yes. Same Justin? Yeah, yeah. He's a lot of man. He's a lot of man. I challenged him to a punching contest while we were in the lobby. I call him Big Daddy Gaff. I lost. <laughs> I, I lost. Imagine. He punched me across the lobby. Yeah, I can I, imagine. I hit him a couple. I got three. I lasted about three hits. Is is that the movie that uh, you go to? Like, I did something stupid after watching a movie. I did a lot of stu- stupid stuff with Justin. Like, I I started a two man mosh pit with him once at a concert. Oh, I lost that as well. Yeah, he, he body slammed me into a car. Normally, you can't lose a mosh pit. You can. <laughs> I found out the hard way the next day when I woke up. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck, you can lose at a mosh pit." All right, so my turn? I guess, man. All right, uh, my number what, four? Or? The swimming pool fight, though. Looking at the back of the case. <laughs> Watch Unleash, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. It's good. Uh, are we on my number four or my number three? Uh, number four was End of the Dragon for you, so... Yes, number so three. number three. Uh, my number three is Drunken Master with Jackie Chan. The, the original. Ah, yeah. second one's better. Uh, here's my reason. All right, better be damn good. So, it's... The fact that those movies crossed your mind and spaced me completely makes me ashamed. <laughs> 
Oh, I feel gross. Uh, so with Drunken Master, it was th- the first time that I really got to see Jackie Chan. Uh, That's prime Jackie Chan. Yeah, too. prime Jackie Chan. Um, and the story of it is he's starting, like, he wants to be a kung fu master, um, but he, he's not good unless he's drinking. Mm-hmm. And his father is completely against any kind of alcohol. And, like, a couple of the, like, dramatically, it's really cool because his father at one point like finds out that he's been drinking and that's why he's been winning his fights and just beats his ass in the streets mm-hmm. and forces him to drink kind of like the oh you're gonna smoke you're gonna smoke this so entire bad. carton yeah but instead of if it's with booze you're like i'm gonna have a good fucking day right and so like he's sitting there like force feeding him like sake down his throat and like afterwards like he just gets up and start he whoops an entire town full of people and the, As you do. the reason that that is so, it, it's such an important movie to me is because that is the movie that during my 13th birthday, we watched. Like, that was one of the big... I think you said you got drunk too. Well, I turned 13. No. That movie made me, man. No, we've already been over. I got drunk at eight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, uh, me and a bunch of my friends from the school that you and I attended... Mm-hmm. Um, they the they came school. for my thirteenth birthday. This is right around the time that my parents you didn't were even fight me. I didn't know you at the time, asshole. I was at the same school, dude. <laughs> oh, who is the asshole this week, it's a Danny? Very soft ringtone, <laughs> and it's my wife needing something. So we're gonna pause this. Yes, yeah, sir. Alright, uh, we took a quick pause, but I'm gonna continue talking about Drunken Master. Let's see. Now they can tell you're mopey. I'm not mopey. Cause, yeah, you're like no energy now. Cause I still pa- have energy. We paused. I was like, hey, I bought this really expensive vodka. Let's pause. Let's take a shot. And you're like, mass shootings have happened recently. Uh, it's because of something that we were talking about earlier. I know. I'm just saying. I made things fun. You made things sad. Uh, then That's I'm... why I'm still fun. Now you're sorry. Notice how I'm still talking with an upbeat attitude. You weren't. That's why I brought it up. You're like, uh, we're back. We had to take a break. I was just letting the people at home just, know why. Just I last weekend, you're like, we need to be more high energy. When we first started, we were high energy. That poop took a lot <laughs> out of me. <laughs> Good call back. That's where I was going with that. Right. Um, but with Drunken Master, uh, you know, one of the reasons that it is in my number three spot is because of nostalgia reasons. You know, uh, when I was 13, my parents were going through a divorce. It was the last big hurrah while I still had my family together. I know that's sad as shit. Watching a kung fu movie? Yeah. Okay, you know I, I had watched I had watched that movie a couple years before and I really liked it. And then on my thirteenth uh, birthday, I was having kind of a sleepover thing. We went to Laser X, we had some fun, and then we got to watch kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. And my parents asked me, "What movies do you want to get?" And I I remember that that was one that I wanted to make sure we got. No matter what, I had to get Drunken Master. All right. Um, and we we watched that pretty much on repeat. Um, until everybody went to sleep. Uh, very, At 9 p.m.? What's that? At 9 p.m.? Essentially. We, we were 13. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stay up until I was 11. Or until I was 11. Until 11. Generally, I, oh, my normal bedtime was 10 o'clock, unless it was a weekend. It was what? Sorry. Unless I it was out. a weekend. Oh, good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my number three. One shot of vodka, I'm like, oh, look at that wall. It's a nice wall. <laughs> uh, my number two. Uh, Tony Jaa, right? Anbach? Anbach. We have the same number two. Really? All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I 
fucking love this movie. Have you watched the whole trilogy? It is a trilogy. Uh, no. I've only seen the first. At one point, he becomes Moses. Really? Like, biblical Moses. It's okay. weird. He gets a big white beard. All right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I had a buddy that borrowed all the trilogy off of me because I owned all three of them. He loved all three. I loved the first one. Well, what's interesting about Tony Jaa, not necessarily the Anbach movies, although this kind of goes into it. Huh? Um, Tony Jaa, when he was making the movies, was like, look, I cannot pull punches. If you're wanting me to make this movie, I've got to actually strike. You can't expect me to be training how to strike all of my life and then pull punches and still make it look real. Okay. So everybody who he fights in those movies, he's actually hitting them. Is that why he doesn't make a whole lot of movies anymore? Yes. Well, well he's, he's had to change that. He's a monk. No, he's just in uh, Furious 7. Well, he's also a monk. Oh, is he now, really? Yeah. Well, well like he was a monk you. before this. Okay. I didn't know that. Um... Um, well, you know, in the original Ambach, the, the scene where you he... You know this is my turn, right? I'm aware, but this is really cool and important. Okay. Uh, you know the scene where he jumps and knees the guy off of the motorcycle by kneeing him in the helmet and the helmet that cracks? Tracks. Yeah. That was not special effects. Oh, no, no, no. He actually kicked that guy's helmet in That's half. That's the whole point of Muay Thai is these knees of steel. Yes. And you use them a lot. Um, he... he he kick, he needs a guy in the face while his legs are on fire, because yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like uh, the storyline's fine. It's a guy trying to find like a piece of like a, a god statue, right? A Buddha statue, whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it, not an important story, all in all. Like with a lot of the best kung fu flicks, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the action the, it, that this movie has the best chasing of all time, and it's a guy on his feet. Yeah. Like, he's running from people. He's running from an entire gang. He's running from cars. He does a cartwheel through two plates of glass. It, uh, this is all real. Like, there's no special effects. Right. Uh, he he jumps through a hoop of barbed wire, just, like, touches his toes and goes through it. Uh, he runs over people's shoulders. Like, it's fantastic. Everything about this chasing, there's not a dull moment. It's fantastic. And uh, what made it more impressive for me is I found out he did a live stage show. Really? Where he does all the things you see in the first Angbach movie. On stage in front of you so you know it's fucking real. Uh, here's the thing. Could you imagine being one of the side characters in that that has to go up against Tony Jaa? Yep. Because it's still all very much choreographed, mm-hmm. but Tony Jaa is still going to punch you in the face. Yeah, I'm out. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but his stage show, like, he does the thing where, like, he'll have, like, ten people stand side by side, and he'll liter- literally jump from the ground onto their shoulders and run across them and then hit the ground on the other side. Really? It's amazing. He does the cartwheel through the plates of glass. He does the barbed wire trick. Everything live in front of you on stage. See, uh... I don't know if he still does it. I, I sincerely doubt it, but... Oh I, my God. I've only seen one part of the second Anbach movies, and it's where he has, like, elephant bones around his uh, forearms, and he's fighting people using these elephant bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, he hits somebody so hard that they turn to dust. That yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, that was real. It was real. That's something that like just blows my mind when it comes to Tony Jaw. He's you mean the actually... person turned to dust, right? Yes, <laughs> he's actually hitting these motherfuckers. He atomized a guy with his punch. <laughs> yes, I know that. If he's hitting someone so hard that bones are turning to dust, I'm trying to think. His follow-up movie from the first Angbach was uh, produced by um, uh, Quentin Tarantino. I cannot remember the name of it though. I saw it in theaters, and it is a, it's actually a painful watch, 
because uh, there, at one point he goes through an entire like mall building, right? Okay. And oh, are you talking about the one where it's all one shot as he's going? Up? Everybody he touches, he breaks several bones in. Yes, he doesn't punch. He grabs it. He'll snap their arms through different places, throw them to the ground. Every yeah. single person. So it's an entire like ten minute scene. Of him oh, just cracking it's, bones, cracking it's bones. one of my favorite scenes in cinematic history because it's all one continuous shot. I can't watch it again. No, it made me nauseous in the theaters with the big surround sound, all those bones cracking and shit. Oh, man. Oh, God. It's such a good shot. Just like that entire movie is, isn't the best. The Protector. But it's worth it just for that shot. I thought of the name. Uh, yeah, c- c- congrats. Thank you, The Protector. Yeah. They made a sequel I never watched. It's not It's not nearly as good as the Ongbok movie. But yeah, it's so I didn't care for it all. It's, it's way more over the top. But the, the... Robot Chicken actually did a spoof on that shot. Really? Yes. Yeah, that fight seems uh, with, so... With the chicken. Fucking painful to watch, man. I like, can't do it again. Like the chicken goes up all the floors and starts taking out all of the different uh, major robot chicken skits. Okay. Like starts taking them out one by one as he's going up. It, it's hilarious. Uh, and, but that scene is so iconic to me when it comes to martial arts movies. It's way too hurdy. Oh, uh, that's what... Uh, yes, it's very hurdy. And at one point, he kicks somebody off a balcony, and they land two stories down yes. into, like, a mall uh, kiosk. But yes. And it, that's still all one shot. Like, he throws him off, camera pans, you see the guy hit, it can't, pans back to Tony Jaw, and he just keeps kicking ass. I mean... Can't do it. Oh, That made me want throw up. I, it's, it's very good. Very good. But I think at one point, at the end of The Protector, uh, he throws a baby elephant. Nah, he he doesn't, but the bad guy he's fighting throws a baby elephant. You can't, you can't do that. You're too heavy. Yeah, a little it's bit. kind of fucking stupid. How heavy, or how big is that dude? Pretty big. Yeah, okay. Then maybe. Built like a professional wrestler, he was. Oh. Um, uh, so that was my number two, but it was also your number two. Uh, you go ahead. Uh, my number one? Yeah, go for your number one, man. Wax Poetic is, uh, we rushed through the last two. Okay. We're only at half an hour. <laughs> oh, shit. Earlier I was like, we're at 20 minutes. We've barely been talking. Now we rush through two and we're like, it's, it's been five minutes. No, oh, but we both <laughs> had a lot to talk about Tony Jaa. Yeah, he's fantastic. Like, uh, seriously, the dude was a monk before he ever started acting. He's a super And it's man. because of his training that he was like, look, if you're wanting me to do these movies, that's fine. But don't expect me to pull punches. I bet I, that's why there's so many religious overtones in the Angbach trilogy. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense now. I, I do believe the, the, so. The second two, it's a prequel to the original, and uh, it is all... Like I said, he becomes Moses at one point. Yeah, I don't get that, but... Uh, Moses-like figure. I'm sure there's one in his belief, too. I mean, most most religions run kind of parallel, you know? Yes. Um, well, we have to do something before we talk about our number ones. Masturbate. Honorable mentions. I thought we did that afterwards. No, we talk about honorable mentions before we get to number one. This is our second one. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, the honorable mention, one of the honorable mentions that I would like to talk about is the It Men series. Oh, Eat Man? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, ta- it chronicles the story of the guy who trained Jet Li. Bruce Lee. That's what I meant. Yeah. I'm a little drunk. He's trained Jet Li during World War II. It'd be fucking weird. Yeah, I'm a little drunk. Okay. Um, but, uh, the guy who plays as It Men, who... Whose name I'm forgetting? Uh, I honestly don't know his name. Uh, I've only seen part bits and pieces of all of them. Uh, what but, I've, seen, I've only watched the fight scenes on YouTube, and they're fucking fantastic. Yeah, he is an amazing martial There's artist. There's an entire fight scene on a table. 
Yes. It's not bolted down so the tabletop's wobbling and shit. Yes. And you can tell they didn't use wires. Like, it's just so well choreographed. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, at one point, he's sitting there fighting multiple people, and he punches them, like, 50 times before the dude hits the ground. Like, just... Yeah, I'm doing the hand motion. Don't... You're doing jerk-off motions for two guys. I'm punching out. It's not up and down. It's out. No, you're going up and down, man. Um, but, like... The action is so well done. And... The fact that it's at least somewhat based in reality. Yeah. That's a real guy. Uh, Blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It not only talks about him, but other martial artists at the time before uh, Bruce Lee. And then at the end of the second movie is when you first get a glimpse of Bruce Lee. And you only see him as a little kid. He's like, I, I want you to train me, and he does the famous thumb to nose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I acted it out. He's like, yeah. So I'm glad you guys heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little drunk. Me too. Apparently, I'm like, hey guys, just listen to this. <laughs> cool, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the first one talks about the uh him. Well, all three of them, I guess, really talk about the. Uh, fights that he had when it comes to the politics that were going on at the time um, of him kind of coming into training uh, Bruce. Yeah, okay. Him and I are close enough that I can just call him Bruce. Oh, yeah, yeah, BFS. Yeah. Um, what I'd like to talk about a little bit is uh, Kiss of the Dragon. Okay. Uh, it's a Jet Li movie. It's kind of like um, Pretty Woman but Kung fu like, he finds the hooker with the heart of gold, decides to save her. All right. But with a lot more asking. Um, as someone, uh, there's a very famous scene from it where he's, uh, Jet Li's walking by a pool table, kicks the pocket so the ball pops up, and then kicks that ball into a guy's forehead and kills him with it. I remember that scene. Yeah, yeah, very famous scene. Uh, I really like that movie. It's, uh, the, towards the end, some of the fight scenes are a little, uh, unrealistic, but still badass, and not, uh, he's not flying through tree tops and stuff. Right, right. Uh, but I really like the movie. Everybody's uh, pretty believable in it. I think Sean Bean plays the bad guy. So, big shock. He really? dies at the end. Really? He sure plays the bad guy? I think so. I could be confusing my brain. Zazu from uh, Lion King? I don't know, man. He, it's... Oh, you said Sean Bean. I'm thinking of That's Mr. Bean. That's man. Are you <laughs> Mr. Bean? <laughs> He's so funny when he dies. <laughs> oh, God. You almost did the Lord of the Rings. I almost did. I was seconds away yesterday from buying a Mr. Bean action figure. <laughs> and now I sincerely regret it, because you could have said that and then looked behind you and saw a fucking Mr. Bean action figure. It would have been awesome. He's made out of rubber, like Gumby. Oh, really? Oh. It was weird. Uh, my next honorable mention... Oh, you say Mr. Bean, so I'm just done. No, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, you can nah, you, you go ahead, it's alright. Uh, well, actually, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, you go ahead! Fuck you, I'm going! He, he has, uh... <laughs> There's this whole point with like pressure points and everything, and he carries he has this bracelet he's wearing. It's nothing but just really fine needles, and like at the very end, he he catches the bad guy, which I still think is Sean Bean. And it's even way it's way better if you picture it as Mr. Bean. It's more <laughs> Mr. Bean. I'm I'm totally <laughs> picturing it as Mr. Bean now. I'm not gonna lie, but he uh, <laughs> he he comes at Jet Li, and he just slowly like well not slowly, but he like methodically takes out each pin and places it while dodging moves, and he sticks it in like four or five different places. Okay, and he just freezes. Uh, Mr. Bean does. <laughs> and he starts bleeding out of his nose a little bit. And Jet Li just explains to him, was like, I've hit this nerve, this nerve, this nerve, and this nerve, so you will feel a lot of pain. You cannot move. 
and you won't die until you completely bleed out from your nose, eyes, and ears. And just walks away. Whew, brutal. Yeah, especially when you picture it as Mr. Bean. And now <laughs> I might cry. I used to love Mr. Bean when I was a kid. You're a monster. It's just kind of funny, though. Uh, it's, yeah. it's like taking an axe to Pee Wee Herman. You know? <laughs> Which I would do. <laughs> He's creepy. Yeah, I never got into Pee Wee. No? No, not once. I, I think I tried when I was a kid. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, guys! Um, but the movie is what killed him for me. That's what made it, uh, made him for a lot of people. Uh, you know? yeah, that was, that was too creepy. The, the show that he had was definitely a kid's show. Could we talk about anything further from Kung Fu movies than Pee Wee Herman and Mr. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, how about, uh, the dude that played him masturbating in a public theater? Oh, yeah, that happened. Uh, yeah. And now he's back. He's had a movie on Netflix, which I haven't watched. Another Pee Wee Herman one. Yeah. Which makes it creepy, because it's still for kids. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can't look at any of your childhood heroes and be like, you know what they never did? Masturbate in the theater. No, I'm masturbate, sure, period. I'm pretty sure Except I can for... still look at Spider-Man and go, you know what he never did? Masturbate in the theater? Yeah. Him and Mr. Rogers, I think, are our only safe bets. Maybe Indiana Jones? Oh, you know he did. Nah. He probably and fucked his chick in the theater. And as soon as he's done, he went, whoosh, and left. <laughs> so. Ba-ba-da-ba! Ugh! Ba-ba-da! You know Sean Connery did. Shacks. Stop. <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, he just jerks off and then punches a woman for no reason. Next honorable mention, The One. Jet okay. Li. Cheesy sci-fi flick. It's oh, a okay, cheesy sci-fi flick where... First time I ever saw Jason Statham in a movie. Really? Yeah. Um, do you remember the main premise of that movie? Oh, I own it. Do I you? purposely didn't pull it for this, because uh, it is cool. I, I saw that uh, with, with my buddy in the theater. Joel? It's Joel, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How many times are you going to do became, that? I did not purpose Just that. say Joel. <laughs> uh, it became one of his mom's favorite movies. When it really? Came on DVD, now I feel bad movie. about even mentioning it. Why? Uh, she likes Garth Brooks. What's wrong with Garth Brooks? Nothing, but that's all she'll talk about. And thunder rolls, and the lightning strikes. Bam, bam, bam. That's all the cutbooks enough, sir. Anyway, I got friends. I'm drunk enough to sit around seeing Garth Brooks right now. <laughs> we should probably wrap this up. Anyway, oh, the one. That's right. The one. Um, the main premise of that story is he has Highlander. Essentially, yeah. he's realized that he can go through all of the different versions of reality, kind yeah, of like string theory. Kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and every time one of him dies, he becomes more powerful because he gets that, uh, version of himself's power mm-hmm. until it comes down to two of him. Yeah, he has to find the one that's left, hence the name. Right, and the guy is just a cop that has never really done anything important with his life, and then he shows up, and he's a complete badass, like out of nowhere, and he doesn't understand why, and then he figures out that all of the other versions of himself are dead. Seeing some of the other versions of Jelly from other universes is kind of fun. Like, one's like a long-haired, blonde, uh, blonde, long-haired hippie. Yeah. Uh, some fun stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it's, it's worth watching. It, it was worth watching. It was during the time. Now? Eh! I don't know. This is why we need to start doing, like, drunk commentaries and releasing them. Because uh, we're used to that. I have the one in the other room. If, if, if we could get the rights to them, I would... Be down. We don't but I don't want to spend the money. We cannot get sued. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, 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 Fearless. You watch Fearless is, his la- is supposed to be his last martial arts epic. I have not. Uh, I own it as well. It's, it's, it's boring. Okay. Glad you brought it up. Yep. I was, I was going through, you said the one, so I pictured my little group of movies, 
And the next one in line was Fearless. Uh, do you have any more honorable mentions? I just brought up Fearless, man. What else do you want? Okay. Uh, let me think. I think one thing that needs to be brought up is Wirefu. Why? Um, because it is kind of important when it, we're talking about uh, martial arts movies. It, 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 oh, shit. I was talking about a huge one, actually. Uh, Seven Samurai. Oh, very good one. Think of how much it's inspired, man. Like, even yeah. the Dirty Harry franchise and stuff owes everything to Seven Samurai. Even yep. Quentin Tarantino has brought up several times uh, how much that movie meant to him. Yes. I've never sat down and watched it. It's the only reason that I... It's probably not on my list. I it's think I've seen it once. Huh? Um, very, very good. Was it? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there's today. a reason that it is so iconic. There has to be, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that has to be based on storyline alone. There has to be some sort of trope there that was so great that it became a trope. Yeah. Um, so... You know, if you watched it, let us know how it is. <laughs> Let's talk about how, this great, how great this movie is that we haven't seen. But it is worth mentioning. Uh, my, my last honorable mention, talking about Wirefu, um, is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. At the time that it came out, it was... Salt in theaters. At the time... I fell asleep. The story is not the greatest. Nope. Uh, but at the time that it came out, it was highly regarded for its visual effects. I.e. wire food. Yeah. And really beautiful camera shots and stuff. Yes. Yeah, and they... it, it very, very much was a very beautiful movie. Sure. Um, I can understand why people would be very bored with it, but it still, it still to me is important enough to at least require mentioning. Um, sure. Um, one more that's really worth mentioning that we probably shouldn't go without talking about. Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. No, we can go ahead and skip sure? that. Yeah, the, the head, the lead, no, actor, the lead pretty, actor from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, sure, plays Master Roshi. Pretty sure we can skip that. Are you sure? Yes. There's a man named no. Nope, it doesn't matter. They're in a pit at one point. I don't care. Piccolo's it, an alien. It's so bad with no end tonight. Nah, he oh, no, he was in Buffy. Piccolo's in Buffy. That's enough said. We can continue. You're number one, sir. I asked you what your number one is. That's what started this whole tirade on honorable mentions. But I'll go ahead if you want. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kung Fu Hustle slash Shaolin Soccer. I can't separate the two. Okay. Because um, Kung Fu Hustle, very good. Uh, have you seen Shaolin Soccer? I've not. Just as good. Is it? As Stephen Chow's first uh, directing slash like lead acting role. Okay. He did both. Uh, Shaolin Soccer is fantastic. It is a... I don't want to say generic... Yeah, fuck it. Generic style Kung Fu movie. Told through a uh, lens of soccer. Okay. Which automatically throws a very creative spin on it. And then by the end, like, you're seeing full-blown, like, Dragon Ball Z-style fights with a <laughs> soccer ball. Like, he kicks it so hard, it catches on fire, and then when a guy so stops So, like, it, Mario soccer. Uh, better. Really? Yeah. I doubt it. I never played Mario Strikers or whatever. No, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but, uh, like, he'll, like, he'll kick the ball, it'll catch on fire, and when the guy stops it, his clothes burn off. It's so very much like Mario Striker. Full, non-stop, like they uh, just hold no bars. Uh, it's a it's a farce of a kung fu movie while also being one of the best. All right. Uh, and Kung Fu Hustle, same thing, but more honestly, more of a classic. Uh, yeah, it very much talks about more of the uh, kung fu side of those movies. Um, and it, it's a it these movies are a parody of what kung fu movies are. Um. Which, it's not very often you see a parody that is, an, like, an exemplary form of that art, you know? Yeah, it's very rare. I mean, uh, 
Kung Pao Enter the Fist tried. Nowhere even close. But did not strike to, anywhere to close. close I mean. Yeah, did not strike uh, close, but like, it tried. Right. And like seeing, like, okay, Shaolin Soccer, he's this kind of like hopeless guy that has nothing to go for until he finds out he can kick a soccer ball real good. And in Kung Fu Hustle, <laughs> he's, actually he's a, a nowhere. No, he's, that, not actually, he's actually a bad guy. Yeah. Flat out bad guy. And But some of the comedy in it, like they go from just like slapstick to where like he goes to throw an axe and the head falls off and stabs his friend in the face. Yeah. To uh, like... Looney Tunes humor, where they're running so fast their legs are just spinning in a wheel. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it covers every, almost every kind of comedy, every kind of kung fu. Yeah, flick. but then it takes itself very seriously at the same time when it talks about the three masters that are living in the little town against the assassins that use music as their so weapon. So sad, like you, yeah, they have this uh, very sad departure because they're getting kicked out of their homes. Right, uh, the the axe gang. Yeah. Um, decides to attack them. I have the axe kicking edition right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the axe gang that is in, uh, Japan? China? Uh, China, I think. China. Um, because one of the people is posing as one of them, uh, the guy that is the main character, actually, is posing as one of them, uh, tries to take money, gets hit, he's like, I'll show you guys, and, like, pulls this firework out that calls other Axe gangs to him. Yeah, he's acting like his friend, his fat friend is the, uh, is the, the leader. leader. Yeah, he has, like, tattoos of the axes on him, but they start sweating, so they start running. Right. <laughs> um, and they bring all of these Axe members out, and these three, uh, Kung Fu Masters come out and whoop them. Um, and, and they're all, um, they're, they're all archetypes of kung fu heroes. Like, you have the guy with the rings. Right, who is the, in the town. He's the laundryman. He's the laundryman. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's his rings from, uh, what That's he, what he did. hangs clothes up with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the, uh, the guy that uses the staff. Who is the baker. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He oh. uses his, uh, staffs to, uh, stretch the bread, knead yeah. the bread. Yeah. And then, uh, just the strong man who helps move grain throughout the town. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you see this beautiful departure of them. Like, they come together, kick a lot of ass. And right? then they get kicked out. Right. And then, like, one of them, without a word, like, they all, they have a little bit of a sparring competition. Yeah, they're, they're like, I, I would hate to leave knowing that you're here now to not ever see what you're able to do. Now that, cause they've all heard of each other, but they didn't know who each other were. Right. And yeah. they've lived with each other for so long, and they're like, I, I just want to see what you can do. Right. So they and, have a little bit of a fight on the staircase and stuff, and then they're just like, you're as good as I thought you were. And they all just like bow their heads and leave. And then you just see one get flat out decapitated. Right. And very ruthless, especially for a comedy. And kind of sad, but then, I mean, it brings itself right back in through the fight and stuff. Like, when the bad guys are getting hit, they're, like, you can see their teeth flying out, and they're coming back and, like, trying to play music with no teeth and stuff. And actually, visually, it's kind of funny and dark at the same time. Yes, they do uh, a very good job at balancing the two. I mean, hell, the the movie begins with, like, a guy getting his leg chopped off and stuff, and it shows the blood and everything. And yeah. It's, it's not it's not a family comedy, but I would also let my son watch it. Yeah, Does that it's sense? weird. Yeah, like, there is some blood and violence, but it never goes over the top. There's a good moral If it lesson. does, it's very cartoonish. Yeah, and like the whole candy thing, the the, the girl that sells the candy, the lollipop. Yeah, uh, is uh, the a, mute. Yeah, it's kind of a beautiful story. And also there's piss in this one. Yeah. Somebody gets pissed all in this one, too. Yeah. Huh. Uh, bringing it full circle. That's right. Yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Kung Fu Hustle, uh, I would say this is more accessible than Shaolin Soccer probably is. Probably. Uh, although I think that you can get Shaolin Soccer on... I watched it on Netflix about a month ago. I don't know if it's still there. Viewpoint. Did you see that mouse? It was a moth. I saw a mouse. I saw a moth. 
I saw a mouse go that way. It can't be the same thing. I saw a mouse go that way, so they must have crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Which way did he go? Which way? Do not go this. Oh, all right. I should probably leave that in the last spot. <laughs> Was it a mouse or a mouth? Mouth. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, so my number thing. one? Oh, please, yeah. Uh, my number one is one that we, you and I have talked about to great lengths. I actually gave you a copy of it. Uh, the Raid, the Redemption. Four foot fluorescent light bulbs are not that durable. Okay, that is not the important part. It's very important. No, it's not. I change them almost daily. I okay. could not kill a man with one. I, I promise you, I've tried. <laughs> I, tried I kill, could. I tried killing myself with one. <laughs> <laughs> they go into so many particles. They, Nobody they, knows what you're talking about yet. So the Raid I'm sorry, the... I was talking about light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> the Raid the Redemption is an Indonesian kung uh, uh, martial arts movie. I won't say kung fu because it's not. Uh, the main... probably should be in your top five kung fu flicks. It's martial arts movies. I know. Um, the main character actually practices a form of martial art called Silat. Um, which interesting form of si- or tidbit is about Silat. Um, do you know how it originated, Danny? Moonshining? No, it was an old woman. <laughs> of course! Yeah, it was an old woman that was taking laundry uh, down to the river, and she saw... And the story is very old, yeah. and so there's several different versions. Very of it. unreliable, is what you're saying. Yes. Uh, but the main one that I've heard is she saw two monkeys uh, fighting. and they going to say fucking. No. Uh, and one of them was holding a stick, and she watches these two monkeys fought, and the one with the stick was just not getting hit because it was batting the other one away. And so she watched and kind of studied this fight. Now, once again, stories differ. Sometimes it's two monkeys. Sometimes it's a tiger and a monkey. That's still similar to kind of like Bruce Lee's logic when he uh, created Jeet Kune Do. His uh, big thing was like, if you have a, if you fight a man with a knife, you're fighting a man with one arm. Because he'll always attack with a knife. Right. You have two arms. They're both weapons. You have two weapons to one. Right. Kind of same logic, right? Kind or, of a little bit. Yeah. Um... But, like, the the monkey that was getting attacked just wasn't getting hit. And so she was like, all right, she got distracted by this for a little while. Once the fight was over, she went, finished her laundry, went back home, hadn't had dinner done for her husband. Her husband was like, fuck you, bitch, and came at her and was trying to beat her ass. And she was just like... She became the monkey? She started using the moves that she saw the monkey using... And was blocking all of these attacks, and after about an hour of trying to beat her and failing, the husband just stopped and was like, wait a second, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and that's how Psylocke started. Could you imagine if she saw the two monkeys fucking and tried using those moves? <laughs> trying to punch her, she's like, no, nah, just like covering his leg. <laughs> That'd work too, probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, then you kill him while he sleeps. But an interesting way for that to... That yeah. Martial art to start, and it's an Indonesian martial Kung art. Kung Fu Master, how have you learned all these great, these wonderful skills? Monkeys! Fighting in the woods is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I learned everything. My, I my husband tried to beat me and I stopped him. Hey, spousal abuse and monkeys. That's all yeah. you need. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> is spousal abuse and monkeys too long of a title for a podcast? Uh, it's no. It's fun to say. No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> spousal abuse and monkeys. Uh, so, anyway. The uh, the story of the Raid the Redemption is not important, but... <laughs> I can attest to that. Go ahead. I'll, I'll share afterwards. So, the only way that I've watched it is with subtitles, and I generally fast-forward it to about the 15-minute part, because here's the story. Dude who's a cop... 
Well, don't ruin it for me. I don't know the story. I've watched it. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting let, you know. Well, let me go ahead and just throw this out there. You gave me a copy of it. My uh, controller was messed up, so I couldn't turn subtitles on, and it was not in English. I watched the whole fucking movie. No idea why they were doing anything. It was badass. Right? Until the light bulb. But, uh, <laughs> uh, like, it, seriously, I sat there and watched a movie that I could not understand in any context, unless it was an action scene. Like a right. scene. Uh, I sit there and watch the whole thing. Like, it was not in English. I had no idea who was doing what. Like, you can pick up su- subtle things. Right, right. But there's a huge barrier barrier between me and that movie. I, I just... I right you still it. loved it, right? Yeah, it was good. Very good. All right, so uh, the, the story that I actually got from the subtitles is Dude is a Cop Who Practices Psylocke. Get that part, yeah. Yes. Uh, his wife is pregnant, and he, uh, like, in the very beginning, he talks to his father, and he's like... I'll bring him home. And at this point, you didn't don't, get that part. Yeah, you don't know who him is. You find out that it is it is his brother. Who the fuck's his brother? What? I'm going to explain, Danny. Uh, yeah, please do, because <laughs> I didn't get any of that. Uh, he says, "I'll bring him home." Okay. So you find out that he is going to be part of this major raid on this uh, apartment building. That part I get. <laughs> on this apartment <laughs> complex, and this apartment complex is all ran uh, by this. Uh, mastermind of the underworld. Yeah. Uh, basically everybody that lives in this apartment building works for him in the, in his crime syndicate. Yeah, he's like a, he's the epitome of every like CD underworld boss you've ever seen, like the pimp, the drug dealer. Yes. Uh, anything like that. A hundred percent, yes. Uh, the first time you see him, he's sitting there talking to people who have wronged him and he kills, uh, he kills the first three with his gun, and he gets to the fourth one, and it clicks empty. God, doesn't he pull, like, a hammer He out? pulls out yeah. a hammer and kills him. Once again, I, I knew that without a, a lick of English. Yeah. Like, it, visually, he looks like that. Uh, his actions def- definitely spell that. Oh, out. yeah. Insanely brutal. I was like, this is the and, kingpin on crack. You know, as, <laughs> as they're on their way to this apartment. Not for the kingpin on crack? I thought that was fun. Like, Marvel's kingpin? No, crack. you were good. You just... You, I didn't I need validation too. I didn't realize that was something that needed validation. My apologies. It was. Validated. I was fucking with you now. Okay. Um <laughs> So on the way there, uh they're hearing about this guy and his two enforcers. I thought they were going there for that. For him. Yeah, they are going there for him. Okay, but to the guy going for his brother. Right? The guy's that there part for I did his not brother. know at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, because his two enforcers are these two guys. One is named the dog. He is a guy that likes killing people with his hands. He's a martial arts master, essentially. Is he the guy with the long stringy hair? Yeah, he is a brutal fighter. Is that the brother? No. Oh, good. Um, the other guy, the other enforcer, is the brother. Uh, who is known as the brains of the operation. He's the one that works behind the scenes. He's the one that thinks everything through. Do the guy starts helping him? Yes. Okay. That makes fucking sense. Now, I didn't know why if, that if happened. You would let me continue. Well, I get I'm so curious. <laughs> like, I watched the movie and, like, missed half of it. Yeah. Uh, he's the brother. Okay. Um, and he, he's just known as, you know, nobody knows his face. They just know that there's a second enforcer that is known for his intelligence. And he's always able to think two steps ahead of everybody. Okay. Um, so they go in. And the idea is to capture as many people as possible, but they know that the boss is going to be on the top floor. I didn't know that either, but they really fell on the capturing part. And they capture quite a bit. No, they kill a lot. Um, But no, not in the beginning. In oh, the beginning, man. it's just capture. And then they get to, 
I think it's the 16th floor, about halfway up. They get about halfway up, and then the oh, slit, where they're pinned down on the stairwell and stuff. Yeah, and then this very, little kid spots them. Very oh god, yeah. And the chief pulls his gun on the little kid, and the main character tries to stop him because uh, the little kid's obviously going to warn everybody, and he hits this alarm, and the chief shoots him in the throat and kills him. Yeah, he kills him, uh, which, I mean, in their sight probably was the right thing, but he did it too late, so it was a completely pointless death of a minor. Yes. Very powerful thing to see on the screen. No. Yeah, uh, cinematography in that was very, very well done. The cinematography in the entire movie. It was very, very well done. Well done yeah. uh, and then you get this awesome scene of um, the the bad guy just being the bad guy saying, there are cops in the building. Anybody that kills a cop gets to live here for free, rent-free. It's a shitty apartment. I don't know how good that is. But still rent-free <laughs> living for the rest of your life. Also, I didn't know that part, because once again... But, like, even without knowing what's going on, the way that he's talking, you can tell that he's going to kill these guys. And you oh, yeah, yeah. You, and you know he's there, because you know that he knows that they're there, because the alarm is Right. Uh, that part I did catch on to. So. Um, so you get this awesome scene in the stairwell where they start killing cops, uh, and the main guy pulls a couple of them into this room, and they end up taking an axe to the floor and dropping down. And as soon as the first dude drops down, like, three dudes tackle him! And he's sitting there fighting, and one dude, like, gets his ear cut off, and it's fucking crazy! The movie is insanely visceral. Yes! Like, everything looks like it hurts, and it's constant after that first, like, 15 minutes. As soon as they enter the, the uh, complex... Yeah. Game on, dude. And it, it does not fucking it's stop. pure... If you want to feel like a man, watch this fucking movie. It's not it's one-sided. Action, it's action from beginning to end. It's it's not one-sided at all. Like The good guys are losing people. The bad guys are losing people. Uh, and at The hallway scene. The hallway scene where the main character is carrying one of his cop buddies who's shit, injured yeah. down the hallway. Yeah. And then like 20 people come at him. And he sits there and beats all of them away from him. And like... He grabs a knife and cuts into one dude's leg and then just slices down. Right through his calf, man. Right through his calf. Ah. Grabs another dude by the head and, like, slams him 15 times into the wall, cracking the wall as he's slamming him down. Yeah, I don't know why I had problems watching The Protector, but I'm okay with this. I think it's because of all the bone cracking, honestly. The sound effects really <laughs> good for me. Because this is just as brutal. Yeah, I mean, in another scene, he he's knifeless. And a bunch of people with machetes come at him. And at one point, he grabs one dude by the back of the head and jumps backward through a broken door and slams this dude's neck on right, that, on the jagged, broken yeah, door God, bottom yeah. and kills him that way. And it uh, doesn't pan away. You see No, you everything. see it. It's with everything so, in that movie. It's so brutal and it's so fucking awesome. I love it. I love it, Danny. <laughs> Until the light bulb, right? No, even that, because even That just though, pissed me off, because that is one of the best okay, scenes well, in the movie. Okay, well, let, let's... At the very end... One of his enforcers. The one, one that's not related to the uh, main protagonist. Right. Which I didn't learn a single name. Like I said, you I don't need him. I, I, I actually, I think I turned the audio off after a while. Just so I could focus on the visuals. Because the visuals are fucking beautiful and brutal. And just everything you kind of want to watch when you're in that kind of mood. Yeah! Um, I'm going to watch it tonight. I, yeah, I still have the copy you gave me. Um... Don't take it back. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, I, 
it's this brutal fight scene of it's it, it's him finally meeting his match. Right, and his brother is is tied up, and he's just sitting there beating him. Like the bad guys have found out that he has helped this cop. I forgot about the entire component of the fight. That adds so much. Yeah, and so he, like, his other two partners take off to go toward the main boss, and he just starts walking to the store because he sees through this little window his brother getting savagely beaten as he's hanging from the this chain by his wrists, and his wrists are all bloodied, and he walks in, and the guy let the guy that's beating him lets him down, and he takes the chains off his wrists and wraps his wrists with uh, with cloth, and then the two of them fight this guy, the it, dog. He, he kind of has this mentality that you see in Kung Fu flicks uh, from time to time, where like I just want a good fight. Yeah, kind of like that's a big thing. A lot of the reason why I like Dragon Ball Z, like Goku's always good. For, he's always he just wants a good fight. Yes, you know, and the bad you can see that in the bad guy, the bad guy this time. Uh, which is really cool, and they have. Well, okay, one the fucking of, knockout dragon. One of man. the best, w- best worst lines you'll ever hear in your life if you ever get the English version of this is the first time you see the dog fight. He fights one of the cops, um, and uh, basically what happens is the cop has a knife and he pulls a gun on the guy, mm. and he pulls him into this room at gunpoint and he puts the gun down. He has the cop drop his knife. He puts the gun down, and. I know you didn't get this because you didn't get the English. Part. I saw him beat the fuck out of the guy. That's all yeah, I he said he puts his gun down and he says, "You know, killing a guy with a gun is just like getting takeout. It's not as good." This and he he stretches I, his hands. Yeah, I remember the motion. He's like, "This is what it's all about." And then they just get into the fight. It's a cool like uh, small. It's in a small area. It's in a very small apartment. Um, and he just, sav- like, they savagely beat each other, and then he ends up breaking his neck at the very end. And this guy, uh, not to bring it back to mind too much, but in Unleashed, that's uh, another point that stands out. There's a fight with Jet Li and a bald white man. Yeah. Uh, in a small, like, at one point they're fighting in just a small bathroom. Like, they can't move their legs. So, like, if you punch and you miss, you're punching a wall. It's, it's very close quarters combat. And, and, uh, to a slightly, slightly bigger scale, this fight it has that same kind of feel. Right. Um, Very small scale, but the stakes are just as high. You watch these movies, you're seeing people doing flips and dodging and stuff. There's no room. Yeah. You hit or you get hit. Yes. If you don't hit, you're doing damage to yourself. You're punching something wrong, you know, something hard. Well, and that's what a lot of this movie is about, because they're in different apartments. At one point, the dude, just to get away and not get killed, tackle the main character tackles a guy through a window, drops three stories onto a fire escape, and then has to jump back into another window to keep from getting hit by sniper fire. It's all hurting the fuck out of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's kind of like that fight scene extended through a whole movie. There's a lot more gunplay and stuff than uh, any of the other movies brought up on this list. Yes. Uh, but all of us did well. Yeah. So. Uh, cin- cinematography was done... I'm talking way too much about your number one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my number one was totally different. And I honestly, if both of them were still in front of me, I'd still watch Kung Fu Hustle over it. Really? Yeah, way more enjoyable. Oh. Okay, as far as Kung Fu Hustle's comedy a good wise, time. Yes. Yeah. Kung Fu Hustle, they're both good in very different ways. Kung Fu Hustle is very good for comedy. I would definitely watch, if I'm in a There's mood. There's some good where, fighting in it too, though. Yes, if I'm in a mood where I, I'm just like, you know what, I just want to laugh, I'll watch Kung Fu Hustle. But if I'm in a mood where I'm like, no, I want to fucking see some fucking fighting. I want to see an action flick. Raid. 
all the way, 100%. I suppose so. I guess the way I kind of look at it, I'm always in the mood to watch a Kung Fu Hustle, you know? A movie like that. I'm always, uh, You can throw that on me anytime. I'll sit there and be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. The Raid, I have to be in a certain mood for. Uh, I, I always get so pumped watching that movie. Yeah, and even at the end with the one death that you have fought with, I'm I'm still like it's Fuck so, yeah fucking stupid. Um It doesn't matter. It's a it's a four foot fluorescent light bulb tube. He breaks part of it, stabs it in the guy's neck, and then cuts it with it. Cut cuts his throat. If you can snap a bulb that easy, it's not gonna it's not gonna cut through a neck. The side is completely uh, you're, you're, round and smooth. You're used to American fluorescent. This is oh yeah. This is Indonesian fluorescent. I can tell by the way you're grinning that you're going to say something completely full of shit. <laughs> I've seen this. If you those those light bulbs are kind of weird, you can punch one and it'll, it'll it won't break. If you breathe on one though, it'll break. Like it's it's all temperament. It's very fucking weird. But I know that you can't cut through flesh with it that way. <laughs> that bugged me so much. I don't know why. No fault of the movie. It's just uh, that great of a fight scene. Yeah. You want a great ending. And it is vicious. Oh, yeah. Very vicious. Also, uh, here, here's what's interesting. Jungle. Okay, so the main character practices Psylot. As I've mentioned, he's actually in another movie called Psylot, which talks more about the martial art itself. I hope so, yeah. Um, the, the guy that plays the dog. I know they worked together before. Yeah, the, a couple times. Okay. Um, and in fact, he's actually in Psylot as well. Okay, that might, I watched a clip of them together in a different movie. Um, but he practices a form of martial art that he created. Uh, that is... That's what he said, but it, it, it takes a lot of notes from, um, that Jamaican fighting style. Yes, but it, I, I don't it's know all about the breathing, mm-hmm. and through the way that he breathes, he doesn't feel pain as he's fighting. Like, that's the big thing about his martial art. It helps that he has negative 2% body fat. I will yes. say that. Um... So, it's interesting to know that the bad guy in this movie created his own martial art. Do you know how good you have to be in order to create your own martial art? Yeah, Bruce Lee good. Yeah. Jeet Kune Do. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, and so that is very is interesting. mainly yelling. The second thing that is very interesting about the movie The Raid, The Redemption is it was not originally supposed to be a movie. The guy that made it was originally trying to make a documentary about the martial art of Psylot, and when he realized that he could make it cheaper into an actual movie, i.e. Raid the Redemption, he did that. Because they were already going to tear down that building, he could destroy what the fuck ever he wanted to. And so he's like, let's just make a fucking movie, guys! That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. He made it like a masterpiece, honestly. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing to close this out, though. Have you ever seen the sequel? Because I have not. I've not. That's on my to-watch okay. list. Uh, look forward to that in a free-for-all, probably. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe check it out. Yeah. We'll talk about it, I'm sure. Uh, are, are we done with this discussion, then? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next week, we will be talking about uh, boxing. Mainly. The greatest ever. Greatest of all time. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. That's um, something I've, kind of, I've been chopping out the bits to talk about, because we've talked about him in a free-for-all. I know. Yeah, that's how... Yeah, it's where you I... You talked about how you were boxing and stuff, yep. and then we just both... It broke down to us talking about how great Muhammad Ali is. So yeah. There's some love there, and it's something we need to talk about. Yeah. And uh, 
Honestly, it's hard to be sad about Muhammad Ali while you're talking about him because you automatically go into quotes yeah. and actions of his where he's such a badass that it puts a smile on your face. I'm smiling right now, like yeah. just thinking about it. So I, I think it could still be a fun episode. And, yeah. Uh, broadening, it, broadening it up to boxing, I think, uh, might. I can talk about Mike Tyson being a rapist. I can talk about Sugar Ray Leonard uh, and uh, No Moss Robert. Robert. I'll talk about Cassius Clay. We'll talk a lot about Cassius Clay. Oh, I was acting like they're two different people there, Robert. You ruined it for me. Oh. Um, I, I, I didn't say who he was. I didn't he's, he's name Ali. I'm aware. But, uh, but you can uncontact, uh, blah, blah, blah. You can uncontact us. You can contact us via our email, thennowpod at yahoo.com. I think it's linked to both of our phones now, so we can respond pretty fast. Yes. Uh, we, we don't respond to emails, uh. <laughs> so I guess it's lie. We just do it audibly. We have a microphone. We yeah. Just talk about them, so. Um, you can also contact us via our website, theninnowproductions.com. Yeah. Uh, click the contact link. Um, let us know if there are any future episodes that you would like to hear. Um, whether yeah. it be a top five. Uh, We're going kind of unnerdy next episode. Boxing's not nerdy at all. It's not nerdy at all. No. I'm going to have to come up with a new catchphrase at the beginning. It's going to be strange because, the, like, there's no then and now for that. Like, in the end section, we can't talk about video games. I oh, yeah. Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh, yeah. I yeah. planned on that. Fight Night Championship still my favorite. Oh, hell yeah. Round three. Never played. No? Round three was the best. I made a giant Irish. We'll get into it. Yeah. I made a giant Irishman, though. I remember when you and I tried to make one. It did not work. <laughs> Mustafa? Yeah. Oh, good old Mustafa. We can talk about Mustafa. <laughs> we have to do a boxing episode. This yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Fucking Mustafa. Okay. Your name is? Hey, well, it's your name. Is. Robert Foley. Have a good one, everybody. Go kick some ass. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or watch other people kicking ass. It's all the same thing. Fuck out.